0: You are listening to the Bobcat Sports Talk Podcast, a weekly podcast discussing all things Rafford High School sports. If you have any suggestions, questions, or a topic you'd like to hear us discuss, reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, or email us at bobcatsportslive at gmail.com. And now let's take a listen to what's happening this week in Bobcat Sports with Michael Davis and Timothy Worlds. What's up, Bobcat Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bobcat Sports Talk. Michael Davis, Timothy Worlds here, ready to give you another 30 minutes, 45 minutes or so of nothing but Rafford Athletics and maybe a little bit extra tonight. Who knows? Whatever we feel like. Michael, how are you doing tonight? I'm good,
1: man. It's uh, technically late by our clock right now, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. It's it's busy time around my household and it's busy time around yours. And, you know, we haven't had a lot of sports going on, so there was... Pretty big break for us at Bobcat Sports Live, but, you know, a lot to come this week. We'll, we'll dive into that, but, you know, it's good. Holidays were good around here. Um, I ate a few extra cookies for you, but, uh, yeah, I'm good. How's things going in the world's household?
0: Going great. Busy. Busy as always. And like you said, I mean, we've taken a few weeks off already. We've only, what, done two or three episodes of this, and we already took a few weeks <laughs> off. But, hey, wasn't COVID related. It was all because of Christmas New Year's and spending it with the family and like you said Christmas was great unfortunately hardly any Bobcat sports went on so it was a perfect time for us to take a break uh, from this stuff but Bobcat sports starting to rev back up and we're excited but before we get into that Michael I see that hat that you're wearing I know your Christmas break wasn't perfectly fine because man what an ending to that bowl game for Tennessee
1: yeah it's tough you know when you have to uh, play the officials as well, you don't always get <laughs> some, some wins. Uh, it, w- it was tough. We Actually, we had a wedding we were in at, at that time, so I didn't actually get to be as frustrated as uh, I could have been because I was watching it on my cell phone with, like, 50 other people kind of watching me watch it. <laughs> so uh, it was tough. But, man, you know, when you score touchdowns and they just don't count them, it's tough. They said forward progress was called whatever whistle doesn't blow until after the balls in the end zone. I understand by rule as an official myself, I understand I by rule. you
0: are a football official. Right. What is your thoughts?
1: So by rule, the play ends itself, but I have never in my life blown a play dead especially in the fourth quarter or overtime, which is what we were on the end zone because we don't on fourth and ones. We do not, there's no, we don't call it dead when the quarterback's getting pushed. We let him get pushed all the way across the goal line or the first down marker. And when you play Giles, you don't blow the whistle and you let the play run out because who knows where the ball is. Correct. So when he's getting pushed and when he's, Push in, and he's laying on top of guys. No whistle. Ball gets extended. Whistle, and then they decide to call it dead. It's tough, but
0: we, well, I mean, but, it hey, looked it, like he drug him across.
1: Well, like I said, we don't. We hadn't called impeding the runner in twenty years. Okay,
0: that's true. It used it's to be not, illegal, right?
1: It's illi- it, technically by rule, it's still illegal.
0: But they just but, wow. It's not called, and I just thought they made changes to it. Nah, you see I, it all the time, quarterback sneaks. I mean, get five pushed. guys behind and just push them forward. It's you impossible t- to stop you, nowadays. You take
1: the running back, you push him forward. Uh, so, technically still against the rules.
0: But, hey, on a brighter note, Tennessee turned things around in one year and stole Tech's quarterback and, and made we him app- shine in the SEC. We appreciate
1: all hope like. They couldn't succeed with Hendon Hooker. We gladly will take him, make him into a Heisman contender next year, win nine or ten games, compete for the East. Things are looking up. It's been a tough decade for the Volunteers, so I'll be happy if we can do something.
0: Well, hey, we're excited about a lot of things going on with this talk show. We even got a sponsor that uh, could potentially be the sponsor of this talk show. He's been a long-term Uh, sponsor of Bowcat Sports Live. More details to come when we finally finalize some of those things. Hey, if you're listening right now, before we get into everything, all of our gibberish for the night, for the day, whenever you listen to this, if you have anything that that you would like us to discuss, shoot us a message on our Facebook page, our Instagram page, and we'd love to discuss whatever you would have uh, to be. If you're watching the video right now, you'll see some guest appearances by my dog Bennett which he's kind of aggravating me right now. But anyways, we'll just keep pushing through. But, hey, next week, our next episode, we have a special guest. Finally, we've been talking about it for a while. Now it's lined up. We have indoor track coach Jenna Ray that's going to be joining us here on Bobcat Sports Talk. And then the following week, looks like we'll be having the wrestling coach, Dwayne Martin, joining us. I'm excited, like I was telling them. Personally, I don't know much about those two sports, but I told them, hey, it's your opportunity. Come on here. And advocate why Bobcat Nation should be investing more in these sports and more excited about it.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I agree with you. I know nothing about either either sport, but what I do know is when kids are going to college, if they're a football player or basketball player, most colleges expect their athletes in high school to be dual sport athletes. Right. And so I know if you're a football player, you can be wrestling in the offseason. And if you're a football player, or the baseball player, you can be running track. And a lot of these dominant football players in college are track stars, are wrestling stars. And it's a whole new world. Um, I know as an official, a lot of the guys I do uh, ref football with do wrestling as well. So, you know, I know a lot of guys do that, but uh, I'd love to hear it. And I know Bobcats, Rafford High School, all, all the people would love to know a little bit about wrestling. And that's what this is for. I mean, it's not it started off as basketball, but this is Bobcat Sports, and we're here to talk about all of it. So I'm super excited for those. And I'm going to take it as a sponge. I'm going to I'm gonna go in knowing nothing and, and then try to learn something. So I'm excited about this.
0: Yeah, me as well. Me as well. And we'll, we'll continue trying to get coach rolling in here as well about swimming. I mean, that's something we just don't talk a lot about. But like you said, Michael, this is why we wanted to do it to highlight. We can't, we can't, li- listen, listen, everyone, we cannot broadcast every game that's going on in a season. We typically choose some of the ones that most people are requesting us. We get requests for everything, but the biggest request for the sports throughout the year, obviously we started this station in basketball season for basketball. And it's kind of expanded from there. We're excited about it, but hopefully maybe we have more teams and more personnel on our staff. um, Then we can expand out. But this talk show is to highlight everything uh, from athletes to coaches and from, from all the sports. So, but you know, Jenna Ray's coming on next week to talk about it. She did give me, I did reach out to her tonight and say, Hey, if you got anything for us to just to highlight a little bit, uh, we would love to do that. And actually they, they were in action. They, they had an indoor track meet down in Lynchburg. It was called the Liberty premier invitational and uh, Elliot Grayson doing his thing. Once again, he jumped a six foot, four inch high jump. Huh. How in the world can you do that? Obviously, he won. Already qualified for the state championship meet in March.
1: Now, let me ask you a question. I don't know if you know the answer to this, but is that like you're running, standing, and you just you're jumping over something, or is that you're jumping
0: forward? You're you're I, you're jumping. They got the bar. You know, yeah. you gotta arch the back. Uh-huh. You know, that's all I know. But
1: so my man jumped higher than me. I mean, he jumped over me. Just standing still, basically.
0: Yeah, yes. yeah. He he can't touch any of that bar. Six foot four inches. I mean, that's impressive. Very impressive. <laughs> I mean, I got a. No wonder he had him at receiver in football season.
1: I got a box in the in the gym right now. I even got the medium size one, and I can't even. I can barely do box jumps on that thing.
0: So I said, I, yeah, box jumps with eight inches for me, and I'm barely about to. I'm about to fall over it. Yeah. So, but no, really, that I mean, Elliot's setting record, set the state record last year in the spring in the outdoor track. I mean, he's a force to be reckoned with. And I, I know a few schools are, are actually talking to him about coming to college to do high jumping. And so he, he's going to, he's already in the record books. He's going to go down as one of the greatest high jumpers in Raffer High School history. Proud of him. Already qualified for state in March. Pressure's off now. You can just get ready for March, right? I mean, every they have an invitation coming up. Let me look, let me pull it up real quick. Um, another one, they, it's not this Friday, like the schedule said. She said it's full, but um, the next one's January 29th at uh, back at Liberty. And not many schools have indoor tracks, but that's called the Bulldog Invitational. But if you're Elliot, I don't know, maybe this is a question for Jenna next week. Does that one matter? I mean, or are you just preparing and going for state championship in March?
1: I mean, I'll give my opinion on it, even though it doesn't matter. You're definitely preparing for March. I mean, it, it does not matter what happens in the record season. Yeah, you set the record right there, but you have to come. It's it's like when you're doing um, one rep maxes in, in in the gym, when you got a competition coming up. It don't matter what you hit in practice, you know, or in leading up to that meet. It's about what happens when we get to game time and, For them, the championship is game time. So you can hit all you want in practice or in the regular season, but it comes about on that day who's the best and he's got to show up then. So he can only get better, I think. I don't know if that's how it works. I know in weightlifting, you can progress and get better. I don't know if you can get better jumping high.
0: I hope so. He can go six foot five inches next. I don't see why not. Just keep, I mean, literally, this guy is the limit for for Elliot Grayson. Elliot Grayson. But, hey, March, he's in the state. And also, last episode, if you remember, we had a few swimmers already qualifying for their state meet in March. So <laughs> it doesn't matter if we're on a court field, in the gym, out wherever, in the pool. Bobcat's doing it right again in the winter and uh, already. But, um, but anyway, so, yeah, Indoor Track. Tune in next week. We can't wait to spend a lot of time in our episode talking about Indoor Track with uh, Coach Jenna Ray next week so hey let's talk about wrestling Dwayne Martin says he's excited about the wrestling wrestling team's been been active I don't know if you saw Michael but they're getting new wrestling mats they've got new warm-up shirts I mean seems like there's a little bit of buzz going around for the wrestling team and the program in general yeah I think
1: it's super exciting I mean from a wrestling standpoint it it seemed like that Matt what would they say 20 years or something since they last had a brand new mat I think you I think Dwayne posted about it somewhere in that range, but I think it's super exciting. I I think if these athletes are expected to compete at the highest level, we, we look at it colleges and the facilities are getting better and better and better. And, and you have to have these things. I think it's amazing. You know, you, you, the coaches and the athletes are taking the effort and they're taking the time and they're putting in all the work they should be rewarded. And this is exciting. I mean, it seems like from the outside, looking in every time they post about it, you know, they're getting new stuff and they're winning meets. I mean, I don't think I've seen him post them losing a meet this year. I was trying to pull that uh, that record up, but uh, I think it's super exciting. I mean, they don't get enough highlights, so it's good for them to show out when they can.
0: Hey, this is Dwayne Martin's third year as the uh, – excuse me. Yes, third year. Third season as a head coach. He's, this is what he says. My first season I started with four wrestlers – Last year we had seven wrestlers. This year we have twelve. Hey, for a guy that's coming in as as a school that wants a coach to build the program, Dwayne Martin's doing it. Going from four to twelve in just three three seasons is remarkable. And he talked about a little bit about most of the s- success so far this year happening a lot in the upper class. And so, hey, building programs means you you build numbers up, and that's what Dwayne Martin's doing. He's doing something right.
1: Yeah, I mean, you have to. You know, if you look at the basketball team, they got so many guys wanting to come out. They got to turn kids, young men away. And so I, I can't wait for the time when Rafford Wrestling is where Christiansburg um, um, is, when they're competing for championships and when, when they're having to say, hey, we got, we got too many spots and too many, or too many players for the spots. So I, I'm excited for that. I, it, like you said, you're right it's incredible to see that progression over the last few years. And that's what they're doing. In fact, they've only, it looks like they've only wrestled twice this year, but they've dominated in their, in their meets. They won the other day on uh, the fifth, 48 to 18. And I'm not an expert on wrestling, but I know what 48 to 18 looks like. And that's a (laughs) butt whooping. So that's
0: the only language that I can relate to. And that is a butt whooping in anything, in anything. Right. So, I mean, unless unless you're playing golf, you're going for the lowest score, but come on, I mean, that's, it's a butt whipping, like you said. And so, uh, Dwayne, Coach Martin went on to say that they have a huge meet or wrestling match this week, right? And so, they're hosting one on Thursday. So, if you're listening, Bobcat fans, you the opportunity to go out and watch these guys. He said um, it's at six, and we're hosting a quad meet, which means four different teams are going to be in our main gym. Now, with the second mat, he said, now we get to – if you've been to a wrestling match in the last year or two or whenever – Usually there's just one mat in the main gym, which they're finally using the main gym for these guys. Now in the main gym, there's two big mats that's going to be taking place in our gym this week. And listen to these guys. It's going to be Carroll County, Fort Chiswell, and Glenver. Now, because I know no Glenver fan is listening right now, I can say these things. I would love to see a Bobcat and a Highlander from Glenver on a wrestling mat wrestling with each other, and hopefully a Bobcat whips the crap out of them. Personally, we can't do it in basketball when we want to. We do it score wise, but I'm talking about physical wise. If I'm a Bobcat, I'm ready to get on the mat with Glenver Highlanders.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely. I mean, I I would assume a lot of the young men who play football to some extent, especially the linemen, the big boys. If you're a Charlie Davis, I'm right. Dawson Martin, these guys.
0: Yeah, exactly. Football players.
1: They're competing in the fall and then rolling over and competing in just a different sport you know, a few weeks later. uh, In fact, I, I know you experienced this in high school as well, but my wife played three different sports in high school and she competed against the same girls every single sport, every single year. It didn't matter what the sport was, whether it was volleyball, basketball, softball, same kids. So you, you learn to almost love competing against them, but hate them at every second in every sport. So it's it's awesome <laughs> yep. to see that kind of competition build up. But that's what happens in these small towns. You you got all these sports. Everyone's playing the same thing, and you know who the kids are. You respect them on one level, but you want to beat them on the other. So it's it's awesome to see. And I'm actually excited about them having both mats in there and being able to host big meets. And that's what we kind of talked about a few weeks ago. You know, Rafford High School needs to be – where everyone wants to come, not just to compete, but I mean, when everyone gets to come and be at Raffer High School and, and wrestle and compete, you know, the everyone wants to come play basketball against us. Yep, we should be the same way in wrestling in every sport. But you know, everyone wants to be what we are, and so that's exciting for Dwayne to be that.
0: Personally, I don't know why we don't have a Christmas tournament in basketball, boys and girls. Why aren't we? The, why aren't we the hosts of some big time competitions? Um, you look over at Floyd we just came out of the Chance Harmon Classic Brian Harmon does a superb well classic right there hosting that Floyd why can't we now that's for a great cause great cause now and it started talking, on a
1: great cause but
0: absolutely absolutely He it's ran well it's very efficient a lot of excitement he gets big time names big time matchups i mean putting Rafford and Lord Bodot Floyd played to East Rockingham then you bring in they do it well now for Chiswell, we you t- you asked Coach Cormany, and we're gonna get into the boys basketball here soon. But uh, you just said we should be we should be hosting more like the track meet. The track has a big old meet in in the spring. Forgot what it's called, but uh, you know they have a huge one. I mean, an ass- absolute massive track meet done here because we have one of the best stadiums a- in our level here in the Southwest Virginia. So I'm with you, Michael. Rafford, let's go. Let's let's step it up and let's be the host of a lot of these exciting events.
1: Well, let, I mean, we should be. I mean, let's be honest, especially when we go to all these other tournaments and, and not especially the Floyd one. I looked at the schedule and we we didn't get to make the trip to watch the game or anything, but and we'll kind of dive into that a little bit. But they've set the schedule up where you have all these teams playing Then you get to whoever Radford is playing, and then you start getting into teams with Division I athletes. Yep. So that's the respect that they give the Radford Bobcats. We should be hosting these tournaments. We could even, you could even schedule, I guarantee you, that we could contact the Dedman Center, host there, and and run a successful two to three-day tournament, or one massive tournament. You'll play one game or a bunch of games, whatever, and host these kids. I mean, especially if you could work with the Dedman Center, which we have in many times. And you got teams coming in and guys saying, you get to play at the university, and this is where you're going to be playing D1 next year anyway. That would be superb. And that would be spectacular. And then you could raise the money, either for a good cause or for the high school. But
0: Well, and I I, there was a guy that was talking at the beginning of college basketball season this year I heard it on big dog sports talk and you know he was proposing that there should be a commonwealth clash at the beginning of college basketball season every year every single year every pick two or three venues have one venue and every school in virginia competes against each other and whether you rotate or it's a tournament my question is i was thinking about this third day why in the heck aren't we having like a new river valley clash Why, why isn't rafford going against the the Christiansburgs, the Blacksburgs, the Auburns. Why isn't the, the New River – I'm looking at my schedule in girls' basketball. I'm looking at the boys' schedule in boys' basketball, and we're just barely hitting all the schools in the area. I was talking to the Blacksburg coach the other night, and we're, we were like, why in the heck aren't we on each other's schedule? We're 20 minutes away from each other, and it's good competition. Why aren't we – and I, that's why I told him, I said, every every newer Valley team should be playing against each other. And that, maybe that's something we host at the Deadman Center at the beginning of the year where, you know, we draw from a hat and we – you know whatever it is whether it's one game like you said two or three games or we play for a trophy but i think we play for a trophy and make it interesting there's a, there's a lot of good ideas let's be honest where we can get interest in sports back up i mean if if the effort we put toward it you know
1: well everything is you know what you make it and what the effort put for but you're absolutely right i mean right now when the the way the districts are set up, you know, we got to play schedule. We got to drive two hours to play. somebody. Yeah. We got to drive an hour and a half. And when you're on a bus, a two hour drive really is three. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm, I don't know about you, but I would love to play all of these teams in the area. And I don't know some, yeah. you know, in some things it would be a little harder to play, but I don't understand why we're not doing this more often. You know, we're playing all these tournaments. I know coach Cormody schedules a lot of tough opponents at the
0: beginning of the season. And, and has to, by the way. Has to. He has to. And many people, us saying that, didn't mean to cut you off. Many, no. many people won't play Coach Cormany. You know, bigger schools, knowing that they're probably going to lose, I mean, that's that's detrimental to them in the playoff standing. So, Cormany, it's tough for the boys to find, time, find teams.
1: Well, it's like in football, you know, no sane athletic director is going to schedule a App State or a JMU, yeah. or a school like that because they could mess around and come in there and beat their Division One, you know, Power Five school, and then th- not only do they lose a million dollars, they then drop way down to where they can't compete for a playoff. And, and so that's kind of the idea here in basketball. Why would, you know, a bigger school that Rafford's going to go in and beat schedule us? Yeah. And it's it's just going to hurt them as a single-A school or technically double-A now, I guess, but... sure. Uh, so, yeah, I agree, but I'm excited. I'm all for bettering the newer Valley, bettering Rafford High School sports. And everybody knows Rafford will take on anybody you want to throw at us, even the girls now. For
0: sure. Absolutely. It. We'll take anyone. anyway well, let's let's just recap. I, I jumped the gun a little bit. OK, wrestling, big old match this week, Thursday night at the high school, Fort Chiswell, Carroll County, Glenville all coming in into town should be a great match. So if you have time, just pop your head in, let's support the Bobcats on wrestling. We'll be cheering on next, next episode. We'll be having coach Jenna Ray. Now, Michael, we'll, we'll kind of transition to, um, both b- basketball teams where we're at, what's gone on. And then we'll, we'll have a week looking ahead, but I do want to stop here and ask you one question off the cuff. We kind of talked about, we threw Clinver under the bus there, how we would love to, to get on the mat and wrestle with them. Um, Looking at the three rivers district, who do you who would you say is across the board? I know sports are different, but across the board, maybe we, we should put a poll out there if this would be okay. You know, who is Rafford's biggest rival in the district across the board? Okay, now
1: I think if who if you ask different people, you're going to get different answers. So I, I uh, think yeah. I, no matter who sports, you ask, right, right, right. That being said, I'm I've only lived in this town for about ten years, so from an outsider's perspective, you obviously have Battle of the Bridge. Yep. That in every sport, no matter what, especially football, Radford wants to beat Pulaski. Right. But I know I know one thing, coming from, you know, a Radford household, so to speak. There's two things: beat Pulaski. And at all costs, beat the P out of Floyd County High School. And that's the only two things <laughs> yeah. I know. So yeah. if I have to pick, I'm going with, you have to go with Pulaski. I think Battle of the Bridge is important, whatever. Right, that's right, the right across the way. Right there. I think it's the biggest.
0: Yeah. But especially
1: UNC. Right. That is it. But when you're competing for, and at the time, Floyd was in single A, Raffer was in single A, it mattered. Yeah. It always mattered, but we still play them every year, and it, it does matter. Even I would I'd have to say it's Floyd.
0: Well, and I think I think a lot of people would say Floyd, especially the rivalry between Coach Harmon and Coach Corbinie has really ignited that thing in the last few years. And you know, you look at girls basketball; that is the biggest game that's coming up on Wednesday night. Hear it, hear it at home. Okay, we got a big game circled there. Got to win that game. Um, is always Floyd, and like you said, yes, my wife. It's I hate Floyd. I just we and you know what? You go to Floyd and ask them, they hate Rafford. Um, you know, I I like to just put out there um, another argument that could be possibly made. And growing up in Rafford, I've I've grown away around Rafford sports since I was little. Back to the Shane Darris, you know, Trell Dobbins, Todd Woods, Josh Woods, all those days. I would like to say Glimver could possibly be a contender for the biggest rivalry because, to me, Glimver in every sport is that team that whether they're good or bad, they're always gritty enough and annoying enough to beat you. And, you know, you look at the fan base and, and just the pride, both schools going at it right now. Like I said, I think, you know, you saw my little heat right there talking about them on the wrestling mat. I just personally believe that whether it's baseball, soccer, you know, volleyball, football, basketball, whatever it is, I'm sure swimming probably even gets a little heated. We'll see in wrestling this week. Just seems like Glimver in every sport. There's some sports that Giles just, you know, just, you know, just not there with us competing wise. Uh, there's Floyd sometimes is up and down in some things too, you know, um, but I feel like Glimver is always that pesty opponent that loves to beat us, that comes in ready to beat us, and that sometimes we struggle with, and they've become this all-time rival, I believe, in the district, in the district.
1: Yeah, sure. I I mean, especially if you look at the last, and again, outside of the last five years, on the football field especially, the playoffs have gone through, we got to go to Glenver and play, or they got to come here and play. And and so I, I think those things those things matter and, and playoffs matter. It, it reminds me a lot. Radford high school reminds me of the sec East, so to speak, you know, as a Tennessee fan, we have rivals, you know, you the old guys would say, Hey, our biggest rival is Alabama. We play Alabama every single year. And we used to beat, beat them up. And now obviously the tides have turned. And if you ask a young guy,
0: <laughs> no, who our biggest,
1: intended. yeah. Tide. Yeah if you ask the young guy who uh, our rival is, they would say Florida and yeah. and it's just where the tides have changed. And, and that's kind of similar in my opinion to, to Rafford high school, everybody has to beat to everybody. You know, if you ask an old guy who, who he thinks it is, if you ask a young guy who he thinks it is, it's going to be different. And you see the same guys, every sport and you dislike each other. And it's with respect, of course. And that's kind of what we're talking about. But I think it's awesome. Nothing beats high school sports, in my opinion, except college, of course. But right, that's what that's what it's all getting to. So I'm excited, which kind of leads us to, in my opinion, a little bit of this, this basketball game we had yesterday. And, and you were kind of telling me about it. And I'd love for you to elaborate, but it didn't sound like a lot of people. Bobcats dropped one yesterday. We're up at half, yep. I think, I believe, by one or two. two
0: by two. And then, by and, then a bucket.
1: Lost, and then they lost by one. Elijah Kelly hit a buzzer beat at the halftime to go up by two. Yep. And then the Bobcats dropped by one the game, but it didn't sound like we had a lot of uh, friends in the arena yesterday.
0: Yeah, no, Rafford did have a shot. They, we actually had the ball um, inbound it with 3.8 seconds left and um, down by two. We lost by two and we missed the shot. And so had a chance to win against a very veteran Experienced, tough, strong Lord Botta team. If you continue looking at the Bobcats, we're young. Lord Coach Core. I talked to him that morning after their shoot around. We came in for practice and he said, They're just old, they're strong, they're gritty. It's going to be tough. We've been rusty, we've been off. Don't get him started about the COVID situation. Um, and that's exactly what I believe happened. But you're right, Michael. If you're listening right now, you know what happened. It happens in the Fort Chisel tournament all the time, and I love it. It's just like when I tell people, "Okay, I love, I like Duke. Okay, I'm a Duke fan, and okay, football, we get pounded. Basketball, it's a different story. Whenever we, whenever people beat us, it, it, even ranked teams beat us, they storm the court. I'm like, that's the greatest compliment you can give a team that you just beat them. We're gonna storm the court because you're, we, you're, you're the Goliath, and you're, we're not. You're, you're on another level than us. We slipped up to beat you." Same thing with the Bobcats for Chisel tournament. The place is packed because everyone wants to see Raffer lose. I think specifically Cormany lose. And then same thing happened Saturday. The whole entire gym, packed gym, is literally acting like it's a state championship for their team. They've never they don't know who Lord Boditot is, but they're rooting for him because it's the Bobcats. That's the environment that we, we faced once again last night. And you throw in some sophomores and juniors getting the biggest punch and then the loudest environment every time. And we still had a chance to win. I don't know why teams are smiling right now because it's early in the season. We've only played four games now, five games now. I don't know why you're getting excited. Bobcats are back. And by the time February comes around, you ain't going to be smiling anymore.
1: I mean, I think you're absolutely right. It, we see it a lot in college basketball this season. There's so many teams, a lot of old guys. I mean, there's guys who are 25 years old playing college basketball still. With, with COVID years and everything like that, you see a lot of young guys playing against these old guys. It matters. And I, and I think that's kind of what we're seeing right now with the Bobcats. They got a lot of young talent, talent, nonetheless, but it was like Duke a few years ago. They had so much young talent. They just couldn't put it together right. because they've never been there. And, th- and that happens. And, and so these are learning blocks. You know, Nick Saban says the best, bring me all the rat poison. Okay. And this is what coach Cormley is doing. We're feeding, we're feeding the poison to the rats. And that's what he wants is building them up stronger. And so I would hate no team in the state wants to play Rafford high school at any point in the, in the playoffs. So when that time comes, you know, the worst draw you could have is if Rafford slips down and it's like a seven seed and you got to go play Rafford high school as a three seed or something, that would be the worst thing in history. So you're absolutely right. But absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's tough.
0: It is. It is, and um, you know, you look at uh, here's some of the stat lines, and um, I would I would call it the unofficial stat line, maybe from the paper, but uh, Landon Clark, 14 points. Gavin Cormony 14 points. Elijah Kelly, nine. Um, Joseph Mitchell, four. Okay, and that's really – that rounds off the, the rest of the scoring. Uh, Doug Knipe did let us know that Nate, Nathan Wesley did have some points, probably close to 10. So the, those are unofficial stats. Hopefully we'll get some official ones later. But you look at the stat line, Lord Botetot did a good job of containing Elijah Kelly only in nine points. Elijah Kelly is going to be All-State player this year as a sophomore. And, um, you know, Lord Botetot got us last night uh, at the Chance Harmon Classic in a, a tough environment. But – uh, boys over Christmas break got shut down. The whole Christmas tournament. Remember, Michael, in the first episode we we did this thing, I said the the pivotal moment for this year will be for the boys will be the Christmas tournament where well, they didn't get a chance to they didn't even get a chance to play in it. And so um the boys have only played four games, I believe. Running times said three and two. I'm pretty sure we're two and two. Um we beat Pulaski in Northside and Northside and lost to East. Um Greenbrier, Greenbrier East, and uh, now Lord Botetot. Yeah, it looks like
1: we are two and two on the year. Yeah, and you're right. Beat Pulaski, Roanoke,
0: loss of Greenbrier, and Lord Botetot. So, and just look at that schedule. There ain't one opponent that's in the same level as us.
1: And the two losses were a combined three points.
0: Yeah. So against and- bigger schools. Yep. So, <laughs> again, I hope some. I hope some non-Rafford fans have tuned in right now to this episode I just want to let you know I said at the beginning of the year the Bobcats are going to slip up and lose some games this year but I'm telling you right now you still don't want to play us next month you don't want to play us next week this week so whatever district it's time for the district though now and it's time to go to work James River is going to be the hard one this year I'm just going to tell you that right now James River if you're listening at home in the past well, in the past, when I was playing, we lost lost them in the region champ, or region championship. Beat in the state championship. They were good back then. They've dropped off the map. James River's back, and so if you're at home right now, circle that game. It's going to be a tough one.
1: Yeah, and speaking of that game, I mean, it's this week on the 13th. Is that yep. game? I mean, yep. boys play two games in the, the this week and at James River on the 13th. A lot of a lot of basketball. I don't know if you want to dive into what's this week or not, but
0: yeah, let's go ahead. Yeah, I mean uh let's see because we haven't played for three weeks so <laughs> i'm not yeah, that's salty tough. by it or anything
1: it doesn't sound like it in any way uh shape or form yeah girls play uh tomorrow night um at Rafford high school against let's see christiansburg so y'all play christiansburg let's let's break down that a little bit how's that game gonna go coach
0: uh christiansburg bigger school as you know but um they're gonna come out and play zone against us which i love we have shooters you know and um we're coming off a loss but we're at the same time i think we're coming off the best game that we've played we lost to virginia in the the christmas tournament final and Mm -hmm. uh led the most of the game and lost it in the fourth they made more shots than us and we forced 20 turnovers though against them we put a new defense in that day in shoot around and um and we knew Virginia High was gonna to be tough. It's kinda of like it's kind of like um, you know, Georgia when they lost to uh, Auburn or excuse me, Alabama. Wow, Alabama, um, in the SEC championship. You could tell on coach, what's his face? Smart. What's Georgia's coach's name? Kirby smart. smart. You could tell on his face that it was like, all right, we got through that one. Now we know what to look at. Smash championship time kind of how we were uh we were going to win that game but i like i told the girls in the locker room it was a good feeling we played the best we've ever played as a as a as a unit and we could we could face virginia high once again that that blocks us from the state championship so hopefully we give them a second time anyways yeah. long long answer I, I love the answer actually
1: you know a lot of coaches will say you learn more you you can learn on a win and it's actually really good to to win those games and learn from but some of the best le- lessons learned is uh, is off a loss. I mean, yeah. you see where you're at, and you see what you could have done better. But it, it's amazing that you had you forced twenty turnovers. Tennessee, the second best um, defense in the country this year, is averaging twenty five forced turnovers a game. And so to be at twenty forced turnovers, that's that's pretty impressive. So I, I love that coming after that Christiansburg. I'll say what you didn't say, because you're the head the head basketball coach. Y'all going to whoop Christiansburg tomorrow, so we'll just pencil <laughs> that as a W now. Uh, that's pretty much what I you told so. me. Knock on wood. Uh, you're keeping me from a national championship early, so I, we'll be working. We'll be calling that game tomorrow, by the way. Bobcat Sports Live will be there. But since that's Monday night, who's going to win the national championship real fast before we move into the rest of the week?
0: Uh, I have to go with Bama. I hate to
1: do it. I got to as well. I don't – it's hard to beat a team twice. I've been going back and forth. I haven't placed my bet yet this week. Um I'm <laughs> partial <on Barcelona laughs> sportsbook, but, uh, uh, you know, it's hard to bet against Nick Saban. And so I, yeah. I'm going to have to do I, If you win or lose with Nick Saban, whatever, but he's yeah. the best for the reason, best coach of all time. So unfortunately, all right. Um, and then there's some swimming going on, um, at Delville YMCA at, uh, at the bottom top YMCA. So swim meet, but then the boys basketball team plays Floyd at home, that'd be a big one. I mean, we yeah, just absolutely. talked about rivalries and stuff, and Floyd's coming to town. That place is going to be packed, by the way. I hope the concessions are open. They've been in and out of openness. Can we get the concessions open, by the way?
0: Well, you know where I'm going to say next, Michael. Why, why are we splitting these two matchups up Tuesday night and Wednesday night?
1: We, Because you're absolutely right, because the girls play at Radford on Wednesday, So you mean to tell me the boys play at Rafford on Tuesday, the girls play at Rafford on Wednesday against the same opponents. We couldn't have squeezed them into one day.
0: Yeah, two big opponents for both of those programs.
1: It's going to be a sellout either way. But you mean to tell me we could have been standing room only for Floyd girls and boys? I believe so. I mean, that would have been electric basketball. So sign me up for that. So you're right. Girls play Wednesday Wednesday against Floyd County at home. Boys play Tuesday against Floyd County at home. Then there's some swimming meets um, on Thursday, the 13th wrestling match at Rafford. That's that quad meet you were telling us about at 6 PM. And then the boys play at James river. So it's some tough competition this week, whether you yeah. cut it or not, these are, we're getting, we're diving in a district play. We're di- basically in conference play, so to speak, and it's tough right out of the gate. Floyd, James River. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's it's time to play now. And Coach Carmenate and I have both been mourning over our lack of schedule this year so far. Girls have played five games, boys have played four games already, and we are five and we are five and a half weeks away from the region start. I'll let that sink in. Five weeks from region start and the boys and the girls combined have played nine games so far. It's crazy. COVID, weather, other situations that, you know, we just won't talk about right now on here, but we did before the show. Um, You know, we got to get some games in. But So it's good to see the boys have, what, two games this week, and then the girls, we have three. So And three again the next week.
1: Yeah, in fact, it looks like the boys were supposed to play Friday night at James River, no, excuse me, at against Roanoke Catholic at Rafford. But that be, that game has been rescheduled to February the 9th. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the girl, but, uh, you know, on their end, we can't speculate on something like that. I mean,
0: I, I mean, pretty, pretty uh, easy. guess right there.
1: I would say so. And it looks like you all play James River at James River on Friday to end the week off.
0: Once again, okay. We've got an hour bus trip, hour and 15 minute bus trip. I know because I drive the bus. Okay. Hour and 15 minutes. Two two days in a row. Fan base having to go hour, you know, an hour in a car to James River. Um come on. Come on. That what you know is that NFL show come on man.
1: Come on, man.
0: Uh, we, could be, I, we could do we could be doing this more uh, efficiently. I'll use a good term efficiently, right? there.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it, it saves
0: money on buses and everything. I mean, we're yeah, just the trying guys to and the girls in the same team are the same bus. Let's we're just go.
1: trying to save the school money and make them more money.
0: Absolutely. Because they would have
1: way more fans come out. Again, I, I touched on this earlier in our podcast journey, but that's how they did it. at Our high school, you know, the girls yeah. played first, the boys played second. And I'm not saying you always have to do that, but a couple times a year on these big games would be fantastic.
0: Well, I was talking from some people that teach at Pulaski, and they're asking when we, we go to Pulaski in a few weeks to play, and they're like, is it, a, is it a quad day? I'm like, a what? And they're like, you know, girls, JV, varsity, boys, JV, varsity. Actually, I think the JV games are squished. And then the varsity, and I'm like, makes sense. On a Saturday, make the full day about Rafford and Pulaski.
1: I mean, absolutely, and in fact, speaking of a Saturday, the boys travel to Pulaski on Saturday, games 1 o'clock, games 3 o'clock. So the girls could have played Pulaski as well on the same day, made it a quad. Well, that's the way the bigger schools do it. And, and, you know, the big schools have a lot of teams and a lot of schedules to get it in. You know, gym times are – it's busy. you got a lot going on. So it makes sense. I understand Rafford's a little bit smaller school, so it may not impact but. Hey. I would love this. We can harp on this part all, you know, until we're blue in the face. I probably will. Hey, maybe next I maybe ne- maybe next year we can get get uh, some more support behind it and we can That's just start right. doing these ourselves. <laughs> I mean, as the coach, can't you just call these schools up and say, "Hey, this is what we want to do. Let's make it happen."
0: Um I can, but it won't go very far. all the other logistical and permissions (laughs) is beyond my capabilities. So, but other than that, but Hey, busy week coming up, but, um, that's, that's the latest in Bobcat sports. A lot of things going on in indoor track. We got some swim meets coming up. We got some wrestling, but, um, don't go anywhere this week. Stay in Rafford because Rafford's hosting a lot of good matchups and and a lot of competitions starting tomorrow night. Radford girls playing against the Lady Blue Demons from Christiansburg. Looking forward to that matchup. And then the week goes on. We'll be entering Floyd on Tuesday for the boys and the girls on Wednesday. Wrestling on Thursday. And then boys and girls basketball hitting the road again. So a lot to come. And then we'll be right back here next week on Bobcat Sports Talk. Michael Davis, Timothy Worlds, joined with indoor track coach Jenna Ray. Any uh, closing remarks here tonight, Michael?
1: I don't, not really. I'm just excited to get back to sports. Um, You know, we've had a big break. I love spending time with my family, but I am super excited to get to spend this next coming up week uh, drenched in Bobcat sports. So I can't (laughs) wait for that.
0: I agree. I agree. Well, thanks for tuning in everyone. Do us a favor. Go ahead and share this link on your social media pages. Let's blow this thing up and give all the athletes and the sports the credit they are due. But Hey, It's another night. Michael Davis, Timothy World's Bobcat Sports Talk. And as always, it's a great night to be a Bobcat.